Welcome. You've discovered the world it's ass. How's it going? Oh, it's going. I'm still fighting this uh, sinus infection or something, man. It sucks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You had you had that for, what, a couple weeks, you said? Well, I, let's see. I, I woke up the last night in Granada with, like, a really bad sore throat. And then by that evening, it kind of going away, but then it, like, moved up into my head, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so i just been I just been battling that ever since. So that's been, it's been a week and a half, I guess. Oh man! But yeah, but it's I, I'm I'm on the mend, but it's just yeah yeah because it's like up in my sinuses. It just takes forever for that crap to really right. go away. <clears throat> but you want to uh, update on where you are exactly at this point? Yeah. So right now, uh, I'm in Granada, back in Granada actually for the second time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. I guess the last podcast we left off was. You were in Madrid, still working. Yes. Um, so I went from Madrid to um, Granada for a few days, mm. um, and then Malaga, and then back to Madrid um, on this past Monday. Uh, and Keith flew in on Tuesday. We spent a couple of days in Madrid, uh, and then we headed back down to Granada, which is where we're at now. And mm. then uh, tomorrow we head to uh, a town called Nerja. And then after that, Sevilla. And then after Sevilla, we head to Morocco. So just as a quick little recap there. As we record this, it's been uh, a week, I guess, since... uh, Yeah, just over a week, yeah. Yeah, it was... uh, mass murder basically <laughs> yeah um so this was uh how long had how long after you had left it had been uh maybe two weeks okay i guess i'd yeah. been out of see 10 days in madrid three days in 13 yeah it's for 13 14 days so yeah it was almost two weeks mm-hmm. um so i was in malaga my first night in malaga um and i was hanging out with a couple people somebody had messaged me on Facebook or something mm-hmm. and said, uh, man, I, you know, I'm glad you're not in Paris right now. And I saw that, right. you know, that popped up on my phone or whatever. And I'm like, what? what? And then, you know, at first I was like, that's weird. And then I started right. thinking, wait a minute, something must've happened in Paris. Um, so like we were, we were, I guess we were walking through the streets when I got that message. And then, uh, so I just, we just kind of sat down and I looked it up you know, on the internet on my phone and just started mm-hmm. seeing what was happening. I was like, Oh my God. It was interesting to see uh, here, you know, because it was, you know, mid-afternoon or whatever. Um, it was on the news, but when it started, you know, it was like, well, there's been a shooting. And then, you know, oh, there's more. Oh, there's a lot more. You know? Yeah. And just basically spiraled into that fucking chaos, you know, yeah. that happens every single time one of these ridiculous fucking things happens, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So by the time I'd I'd heard of it, it was, uh, you know, it was already clear that there was like six coordinated, I think six mm-hmm. coordinated attacks across the city, and so, um, yeah, I guess I was a little late coming in on the news, but, um, yeah. And uh, so like the next day, um, I did. I got in contact. There was uh, one woman from Couchsurfer who I was supposed to meet up with in Paris. Um, so, you know, she was going to show me around the town. Uh, we couldn't coordinate our schedules though. Uh, so I never got up with her. Uh, mm-hmm. but I ended up, uh, ended up messaging her on Facebook and she, she was fine. She said she was, she had just, I think she was supposed to go to one of the restaurants or whatever, but they didn't have going for some reason. So she kind of narrowly missed that, which is kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been trying to find my host that I stayed with in Paris Juan and, and uh, Francesca, uh, but I can't find them on Facebook. I've been trying to find them on Facebook to to be able to stay in contact with them, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's become incredibly hard to find people on Facebook now if you search by their name because mm-hmm. there's just so many people on Facebook that even in the oh, results, right. I, I just can't find them. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure they're okay, but um, I have not talked to them yet, so that's yeah, that's a little concerning. Yeah, they they weren't. They didn't live extremely close to to where all that stuff went down, but I mean, uh, you know, they could have been out on the town at the time. I don't, I don't know. Right. What is the uh, what sort of uh, reaction have you seen in the places you've been as far as like people and and government and? Well, um, definitely more security around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in Spain the whole time, so um, I've only been in Malaga, uh, Madrid, and now down mm-hmm. in, in Granada. But definitely, like in Madrid, uh, there was a lot more. There's a lot more police around with like pretty heavy duty weapons, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, you know, Madrid's the capital, of course, too. So uh, I guess things would be definitely heavier in the capital than say like here in Granada. Sure. Right. Um, so that's the only real difference, I guess, I've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely on people's minds. Um, you know, like uh, my Airbnb host in Malaga, she's supposed to be heading to Paris next week for like work. So, you know, she's like, uh, she's like, I don't even know what to think about that, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. I can't. And I don't I wonder what it's like to try to get in and out of Paris, right? Or France itself right now. Um, I mean, yeah, I know I they'd, think... they'd said they closed down the borders at some point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess they can't. You can't do that for too long. Um mm. Uh, do you know what the situation is uh, with with that? As far as the last I'd heard, that was the case. But I mean, it's been a you know, it's been a few de- a few days since I heard that. Yeah, it would surprise me if it had if it continued for too long because it seems like they're doing a you know they're trying their best to get things back to normal. Right, you know? right. So, yeah. um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the if if that's still the case or not. Yeah, that's what I was wondering because I mean you can't. I mean, of course, when it first happens, you do that just for security and don't let anybody else in. Don't let, you know, any potential perpetrators out. Um, but, yeah, at a certain point, I mean, you just can't keep doing that because. Right. Uh, not being able to function. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I don't know. It's uh, and it's definitely, you know, as a traveler, I mean, it just as a world citizen, uh, when something mm-hmm. like this happens, it's just like, you know, God, what the, the world is just such an unsafe place and then more so as you're you know as a traveler um and and traveling through these places well you know where things like that happen yeah. um 
you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, it causes me to, uh, you know, question what I'm doing, um, right. as far as traveling. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's only, you know, briefly. And then I, I, I kind of get my head back about myself and I'm like, uh, right. you know, it's, uh, I can't, you know, like I say, uh, what they what they they always said after the nine eleven terrorist attack is like uh, you know if we we stop living our lives the terrorists win and I, I, that yeah. that whole statement got thrown around so much and it definitely makes me cringe because it's so like uh, such a slogan you know but uh, right, but there's definitely right. some truth to it there's definitely some truth to you know you gotta you can't just like shut down and not do anything right um, yeah. Yeah, things like that sort of lose their meaning on repetition. Exactly, you know, that's what I mean. It just, just, you hear it and it makes you cringe. You're just like, oh god, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely a lot of thought about my travels uh, and like where I'm going. But uh, you know, and, and people have definitely been reaching out to me, like you know, be extra careful. And I mean, which you know, of course, I will be, and right, definitely respect everybody's uh, concern for my safety. Um, and, and I'll definitely, you know, be a little extra cautious now, but, uh, but honestly, I mean, not, not much different than just when I set out to travel the world anyways. Um, I mean, there's, you know, something like that I and mean, there's not, it doesn't matter if you're safe, if you're being safe or, or careful, it, yeah. you know, you go to a fucking concert, you don't expect, you know, a bunch of fucking assholes to come in and start shooting people. You know, that's exactly, this is not. And again, and of course that. That happens here, you know, too, you know, it's not just a function of being outside the country, you know. Exactly, you know, exactly, that's the thing. It happens here all too often, you know. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely end up in some shit, you know, as I'm traveling into another country that I've never been, but I could, I could yeah, as, as easily be somewhere in Virginia and some crazy motherfucker comes in, you know, starts blowing people mm-hmm. away. It, it can happen anywhere. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, I keep that in mind, too. I'm like, you know, it's just... Could shit, you never know, you know. Right. Oh, jeez, I don't know, man. You hear so much. Whenever something like this happens, it's always like, you know, it's you, you get days of just chatter, you know, over and over. People just you know, arguing constantly or babbling or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's kind of sickening how quickly it's it, you know, goes from an actual event to you know, people, you know, trying to recontextualize it into their own worldview or whatever, or to their, their own advantage or whatever. And I don't want to get on a, a, uh, a rant about, you know, politicians and stuff. Cause that's all kind of cliche, but right. You know, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. The fact that this stuff still kind of occurs is pretty disgusting. And, and of course it's turned into like a, uh, xenophobic <laughs> referendum here yeah um, as far as the uh the thing with uh the refugees bringing in yeah bringing in refugees here and you know there's these you know, all these governors saying that they're not going to bring them in and it's like they're the ref, ref accepting refugees is a federal thing i mean it, they can't they can't really say well we're not going to accept them because it's right. like well, yeah. you don't you don't have the power to do that but you know that's not really what it's about of course it's you know, it's about playing to the concerns of frightened people, basically, you know, yeah. people who live in fear. So, yeah, that, uh, that whole thing. I mean, just, I mean, 
just on a human level, I mean, it's like you've got thousands upon thousands of people who are, are trying to seek asylum from, you know, all this chaos and, and terror. And uh, I just, for anybody to say, oh, no, we shouldn't let them in, I, I, I just can't even fathom that. I mean, it's just like, yeah. it's a fellow human being, you know, it doesn't matter where they come from, who they are. I mean, we, it's just our, I, I just, I feel uh, that it's just, it's our responsibility as a, as a human being to, to help them, you know? I mean, right. you know, and like, you know, what if that happened in our country and we were trying to escape some crazy shit, you know, like we were fleeing to other countries. I mean, we'd, we'd expect help, you know? Right. We would expect other people to open their, their, uh, their borders and, and help us out. And I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know if any, you know, some of these people who are saying, you know, talk about like that you know, it's crazy. We're letting refugees in like, have they thought about what, what if they were in that position? I mean, but yeah. maybe uh, as Americans, we're just too we're just too far removed from that that we can't even put ourselves in that position of being yeah. displaced and running for our lives. You know, like yeah, are we that far removed that we just have co- completely lost all compassion for for other human beings who are in, in trouble? I, I, yeah, it's unfortunate because it's it it's understandable on a visceral, you know, almost naive, not naive, just kind of childish level. If you live in a state of fear, you know, then, I mean, the, the, the concerns people have, of course, is that there will be, uh, people sneaking in with refugees who will, you know, do that kind of thing here now. Right. Not, they don't even need to do that to get here for one thing, but, um, (laughs) Uh, you know, but it's not like you can't understand if you live in a, if you live yeah. in a state of fear like that or tension, then your initial reaction is, I don't want to bring people in here who might, uh, other people might sneak in with them, Yeah, you know? And yeah, and I'm just for, uh, the purposes of that statement, I'm just ignoring the section of people who are opposed to it because they're fucking bigots. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, understand, I can, right. And I can understand Though I don't agree with that that concern, yeah, I understand where people are coming from with that. But you know, you can't live like that. You know, you right. can't. You can't shut out thousands of th- upon thousands of people because you're afraid one or two terrorists are coming through with them. I mean, right. And like there's ways say, to, like you say, the terrorists if they want to come over and do something, they're going to find a way to come over, whether the, the refugees are coming in or not. Right. Uh, you know, I mean. Uh, the guy who was the ringleader of this thing was Belgian, you know, yeah. that, that's the thing about, that's the thing about ISIS, about that particular group that's different from like Al Qaeda is that a lot of these people are, um, Western. Yeah. They're, 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 they're yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're ancestrally are not from Europe, of course, but they're, they're, they're from England. They're from France. They're from Belgium. Yeah. You know, they're not not like Al Qaeda. Most of those people were from Egypt and Saudi Arabia and you know, right. uh, Middle Eastern countries. You know that they didn't. Some of them, many of even like the nine eleven hijackers, a lot of them didn't necessarily blend in. They couldn't have gone into you know a mall and hung out and just blended in. Right. You know, whereas a lot of these folks, I mean, they're from. You know, all over Western countries, you yeah. know, so 
Uh, so they can't. They could easily. They don't need to sneak in with with the refugees necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Which is not to say that they don't. I mean, right. but You know. But yeah, I think that using that as a, like you say, as a reason to say to shut our borders and not not help the refugees. Granted, at a, on a visceral level, you can understand it. Yes, but then once you start right. really thinking about it, it's not. You just you can't do that. I mean, I don't know. So yeah, that that whole situation on top of. I don't know. Plus, it's another way to make the whole thing about us, you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's something that happened in France. It's something that that has happened over there. But now we're yeah. you know within you know within a couple of days now the story is about you know the refugees here. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's always it's always going to be about us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's a strange time to be uh to be traveling. But again, you know, it's, there's all, there's always some shit going down in the world somewhere. Right. And yeah, no matter, no matter, uh, thousands of years ago or yeah, th- thousands of years into the future, I just feel like there's always going to be shit. Yeah. Uh, this is just the state of things. It's just the state of things right now. And that's, you know, yeah, I think, I think we're just reminded of how dangerous the world is at times like this, but it, it always is, you know? Right. Yeah. I was actually listening to something yesterday where they were commenting on the, uh, I think it was Invisibilia, where they were talking about, um, they were talking about the fact that, uh, in the U.S. at least, crime levels are, are, are at a, they're at a level that they haven't been since the 50s, as in, it's safer right. here than it's, than it's been in 60 years. You yeah, know? but the perception is not. Right. The perception, and, uh, you know, I think I remember listening to that episode. Yeah. Um, they did a study about the kids in the seventies or whatever, and they let them run around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like the, the same kids who ran around and had all kinds of freedom without, you know, the parents watching them in the seventies now are grown and have kids and they're like super protective and don't let their kids go out of the yard and all this. Right. Uh, and even though the levels of crime there are exactly the same as they were in the seventies. Right. But the perception of the people is that it's more dangerous, but, Right. Yeah. Uh, That was an interesting episode. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, perception is is a is a weird thing. You know, people just think the world's getting worse and worse. But yeah, if you look at the statistics like that, it's like, well, it's actually most American cities are safer than they used to be. Yeah. And you're you know because on a daily basis you're inundated with this, you know, all the bad stuff. Right. Bad stuff. You don't see the good stuff. There's no proportionality in there. You know, it's all right. Shooting, stabbings, uh, you know. Yeah. Like, so, you know, terrorism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, was there anything else you'd like to say about? Uh, I'm trying to think. It's weird to think that I was there, there like two weeks ago and you know, had a few things changed, you know, before I left on the trip. I, I could have been in Paris at the time period. Uh, mm. You know, I, mean, I, guess, I guess anybody who's that close to it always thinks about that. Like, Oh shit, I could have been there. Right. And then of course the concert. Right. And the Eagles of death metal kicks ass. Yes. Awesome band. So, it, you know, granted, had I been there, had, had, uh, you know, uh, a butterfly flapped his wings at some point in Borneo. I, and I ended up in Paris two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite possible. I, I could have seen that, you know, that band was in town and going to see them because I love those. Guys. Right. Um, so that's kind of weird to think too. Like, Oh, geez, that's, 
I wasn't that close, but there was, you know, you start thinking about that shit and you're like, oh, that's right. scary. Yeah. Um, it's a natural response. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm just kind of thankful that my itinerary turned out the way it did. Um, yes. Of course, I wish the shit had never even gone down in Paris and it wasn't even, we weren't even, wouldn't even be talking about this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I could be asleep right now. Right, exactly. Those jerks woke me up. <laughs> this damn terrorist ruining Chris's sleep. That's right. It's all about me. <laughs> exactly. Of course, because you're American. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, there's, I mean, we could, we could talk for ages on this, this crap. Um, but I mean, I don't know what it boils down to is just uh, people just need to stop fucking killing people. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's simple as that, right? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So any questions from your end or any thoughts on your end? Man? No, I mean, that's, you know, again, if we, if we really cracked into it, I could go on for an hour. Yeah. That's pretty much it. You know, it's, uh, just wanted to get get some give people a quick update, you know. Yeah. Um, anyone who's listening, since I noticed that our last show, the uh, the title says Paris to something else, so Paris to uh, Madrid or whatever. Yeah. So I didn't want anybody to get the wrong idea or whatever. Right. I'm sure people are keeping in touch with you, but yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Everything's <clears throat> everything's good on my end, and yeah. Like I said, my friends, my friend Keith is here. Um, mm-hmm. He got here safe. We, you know, there hasn't been any. I haven't seen any incidents as I traveled. Um, you know, did he? You know, if he or did he comment at all on the uh, on any? Or did he mention anything about uh, any effects on the actual travel? Oh well, have? yeah. So I mean, he flew into Madrid, Madrid uh, mm-hmm. to Spain, but uh, we both mm-hmm. figured it was going to be a little more um, taxing for him to get through passport control. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, like, so. I was I, I was uh, in Madrid and I was trying to catch the metro right when it opened at 6 a.m. because his his flight got in at 6:40 into to Madrid airport. And it was going to take me like an hour through the metro to get from where I was staying to the airport to meet up with him. And uh, but the metro didn't start running till 6 a.m. So I was like, hey man, I'll, I'm going to be at about 7 a.m. I was like, but you know, your plane lands at 6:40. You still got to go through uh, passport control. It's going to take you forever. Um, I was like, so you probably won't even be, you know, kind of out into the exit until like seven ish anyway. So it'll work out perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the Metro and it like almost like right at six forty or six forty two or something like that. He texts me and he's like, he's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm here in Madrid. I've already put through passport control. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> wow. Um, so then when I, I finally met up with him, he's like, yeah, dude, he's like, uh, he's like the guy took my passport. Um, at, you know, asked where I was headed, and I said, you know, or I, I, he asked like one question. Mm-hmm. He answered it, and the guy stamped his passport and said, "Have a good day." Like, <laughs> just like right mm-hmm. through. Which, of course, you know, we we know about my whole situation in in the UK, right? <laughs> so it was, yeah. Uh, I think it all depends on who you get uh, as far as your passport officer when you're going through the yeah. gate. But yeah, no, no pro- problem at all with him coming through passport control. So. Which is surprising. We just thought, I mean, this we're talking day, days, you know, just this was Tuesday morning. So one, two, th- four days later after the attacks in Paris, yeah, we figured it's going to be tight. You know, like they're going to be really scrutinizing everybody. But no, 
That's interesting. I wonder if uh, where the plane is coming from or just uh, they're, they're confident in their system. <laughs> I guess, man. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Um, you know, uh, and it's not, you know, I mean, maybe it's racial profiling in a, in a way. Possibly. But then again, like you say, with ISIS, I mean, it's it could be anybody. I mean, right. you know, like any, it, you could look like it, it's not dependent on your look because like you say, they're recruiting from England. They're recruiting from, you know, Belgium. You know, like it, you could look ISIS could look like anybody, really. Right. Uh, so, the you know, even if they are for, you know doing some kind of racial profiling as far as judging people by their appearance that's highly ineffective <laughs> at this yeah, point right yeah. i don't know All right, well, uh, I guess uh, we will catch up again next week. Um, yeah. When uh, we'll catch up on your on your travels and your time there with Keith since he's been there for what a week now, I think you said. Uh, yeah, he got here. Well, he got here Tuesday, so a little less. Than okay. Week, but by the time we talk next Sunday, we'll be in Morocco. Okay. Um, so we'll have been in Morocco for well, probably just a day, but um, we uh, yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about for Spain and everything. So. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's what we'll that's what we'll plan to do is get together and talk again next Sunday and see talk about the rest of your time in Spain and your first impressions of Morocco and yeah. um and you know where you're going where you plan to go after that because I think I think that the last time we talked about um your travel plans they were still you know I mean it was basically up through Morocco and then after that it was pretty vague so still is uh yeah uh you know, most oh, come like- on, get, a, get an itinerary together. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> most likely, Keith is going to fly out of Marrakesh. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and then, oh, well, I'll be flying out of Marrakesh, too. Unfortunately, no matter where I go from Marrakesh, it's going to be fairly expensive, mm-hmm. uh, relatively speaking, to you know the, the plane tickets and bus tickets that I've been purchasing. Um, so I've kind of just accepted the fact that Marrakesh is just going to be a jump somewhere. Uh, I'm thinking right now it may be uh, Israel. Um, so mm-hmm. I've reached out to the people I know in Israel and see if they're going to be around at that time period. And if they are, uh, I think that's where I'm going to go next. Okay. Um, so, but that's not, that's not set in stone yet. Cause I'm waiting to hear back from them. Cause if they're out of town then that's, then I'm not going there. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we will get together next week and discuss what we just said. And now I'm <laughs> rambling. <laughs> All right, man. It's good talking to you, buddy. <laughs> All right, man, you too. Take safe. Take it easy. Take safe. Take, safe. take easy. <laughs> Be good. <laughs> it's early in the morning. God damn it. Get some coffee, man. <laughs> Will do. All right. Later. All right. Bye. You can find us online at www.chipjohnsonfilm.com. Click the tab for The World It's Ass. We are also available on iTunes. Just search for us there. We'd greatly appreciate if you subscribed, rated, and reviewed us. You can reach us via email at twiapodcast at gmail.com. Please feel free to send us comments, complaints, concerns, and constructive criticism. Our theme music, Fuzzboxer, performed for us by the lovely Sarah Gregory. We'll be back, hopefully, in two weeks with more stories of the world it's ass. Can you say bye?